Hey everybody and thank you for joining me on this episode of Chatting with Country. Um, Today I have a special guest on here and I'll let her introduce herself in a moment but we will be discussing church hurt and there will be a part one and two to this. Um, Part two will be done um, at a latter date with a different crew because it's kind of something that I want to continue talking about for a while to see if we can restore some hope in in people's lives so that they can move forward and begin to heal. Excuse my voice this morning. I am a little bit under the weather, so you may hear me clear my throat or uh, blow my nose or something. Something may happen, so I'm warning you. Um, so on the line. I have my special friend, my, I guess she would be like a God cousin. I ain't never heard of that before, but um, maybe she would be like a God cousin. And so God cousin, (laughs) if you could go ahead and introduce yourself, that'd be perfect. Good morning, y'all. My name is Crystal Perkins and um, yeah, I guess we would be God cousins. So (laughs) (laughs) we can make it up. So you know, once again, thank you for allowing me to be on the show, and I'm honored to be a guest. Awesome. Amen. So, Crystal, just tell me a little bit about yourself. You don't have to go into details, like, but tell me a little bit about Crystal. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, I am a believer. I love God. Um, I'm a workaholic shopaholic um i love to read i love to learn um i'm just excited in this new phase of my life um have um one child um i've experienced church life (sighs) um maybe over maybe about at least 27 years so have i been consistently in church in the full 27 no so that's me awesome so this conversation stems from um yesterday her and I was on the phone and we was just discussing things that happen in churches that run people away right the church is supposed to be a sanctuary that you can go to I view the church as a hospital somebody and everybody that comes to the church is looking for something and so when people join my church I always tell them don't pay attention to the spectators around you if your mission is Christ then every time you step foot over the threshold to come into the building that your eyes should be on God because if you pay attention to the spectators then you're worried about what people saying about you how they looking at you how that you know um and different things like that when a person comes to the church they're not at the same level people are not on the same level on the same page as you and so we tend to become judgmental towards the people because they not singing in a choir they not on the board they not you know all in and it sometimes you got a baby step through the doors you can't come in like you running a race, hop off the finish, you know, hop off, start the race. And, and by the time you get to the finish line, you all burnt out because you put all your energy in going forth and you didn't learn so many things along the way. 
So um, Crystal was sharing just about her church hurt. And so I just, I feel like that's something that some people need to hear. And then I'll add to that as well. So Crystal, go ahead. I think the biggest thing with church hurt is sometimes things are not always what they seem. Um, You know, the Bible talks about in Corinthians, it talks about um, that we prophesy or we know in part. Um, My church hurt has stemmed from, um, you know, part part of my church hurt has stemmed from um, battling with depression you know, you hear these things coming across the pulpit and people saying, oh, depression is that you can't get your way or depression is a demon. And there is a spiritual aspect to depression, hands down, no argument there. However, as far as depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain, so that that could very mean that you're not getting enough nutrients, you're not working out, whatever the circumstances are, um, whatever the circumstances are, it's it's more to it. We we want to, I feel like my, and this is not against any particular ministry, let me put my disclaimer out there, but my perspective is I always feel like there's a demon, there's a demon, there's a spirit, and sometimes it's just we're quick to call out the demon for the mental illness, but we won't call out the demon for other ailments when you when you have aches and pains and and other health issues. So um, I just feel like I know that men and women of God they have a call on their life and it's hard work, but we have to watch what we say in the pulpit because we make sure that we don't add to what God is saying and we don't take away. And I'd rather for somebody to hold back and then versus for someone to say, you're supposed to be a leader and you say depression is caused because you can't get your way. And come to find out, I had a whole slew of suppressed um, emotions and feelings and situations that no one could get to the root cause. I didn't even understand it. So that's part of my church hurt. So do you feel like in the church um, that the support system just wasn't there, right? People were quick to blame other things um, and basically mask your feelings and the things that you were going through instead of coming alongside you and undergirding you to help you get to to where you needed to be do you feel like that that was part of your church hurt part of part of the church hurt i feel like sometimes if it's a new situation okay let's take COVID for example when COVID came out everybody was like what are we gonna do (laughs) i the effort i cannot minimize or dismiss the effort and the love I just think sometimes situations come and people have never encountered something like this before. So they're trying to figure it out with you. And so I can't say um, the intentions, I can't say the intentions were wrong, but I can say, you know, if a gun accidentally goes off and if you 
get shot, whether it was accidental or purposely, it still hurts like hell. So sometimes it's just better to just say, hey, I'm standing in the gap. Whenever you ready to pray, let's pray. I'm going to fast with you and turn down that plate until we come up with something versus speculating on some things that you may not have the full story. To me and how analytical my brain works, there is a spiritual side and things are birthed on the spiritual realm. There's also um, an application and there is a physical aspect to it that is going to not you have it's going to add on to the spiritual side if that's a safe statement or it's going to give you a different perspective because you have two different realms in life you have the spiritual side and then you also have the um the 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 earthly realm that we live in so i i think that's my perspective is we we're out of balance or sometimes um anyone and I try to make sure when I'm giving advice I try not to project you know I say okay this is what happened to me take it love it live it like it if you can use it great if not great I think I want to talk about um like teenagers you know from raising my children and looking at them so it's like they grew up in the church right and right. they hit their teenage years, they get to a point to where it's like, okay, I'm trying to figure myself out. Um, I want to go to church, but I don't want to go to church. And then things occurred in the church where I wasn't there and I didn't see, right? And so um, take, for instance, if they came to church in a short dress or something, you may have had an elder that said something to them. And because they're children, they took it and received it different and that was a, a mark for them like well I don't like so and so and so then they come back again and it's like well can you be a part of the kids ministry and watch the kids well you got one child that like kids and one child that don't like kids and so you ask the child that don't like kids but the child that do like kids you didn't ask and so then that's a mark for that child right and so to me, these little small things build up to the big things. So then when they not coming in their 20s, it's like, where's so-and-so? Why aren't they here? Right? But nobody never adds, right? So then it's like, well, they must be out there smoking weed and I'm watching their Facebook and they shaking their butt on Facebook. and But nobody's asking, um, like, what happened? What led up to them just having that disconnect? And so then here they are <clears throat> going through the phases of life from like 18 to 24, 25, where they're trying to figure out who they are, you know? And if you look at uh, the church universal, that's the, the the age gap where children tend to shy away, right? Which is fine because they're trying to develop and grow into who they are, right? But certain children stay in the church. And so they're being taught to get married um, stay in a relationship, do this and do that, but then it's nobody there to undergird them when the situation turned left, right? So when our relationship is rocky, well, you told me to get married, you told me to stay in that relationship, where are those people at to help us? And so then a lot of people then shy away from the church because of that. They turn, they, they have, you know, they walk away. They walk away from God, just flat out. 
and, and don't want no parts of it because the people in the church hurt them. So like as Christians or as believers, what do we do moving forward to try to help undergird those people, right? And so a lot of people get mad at me because I kind of don't have a filter and I'm very direct. And so I'm that way because the experience has taught me that I need to be the one to just tell it like it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for nobody. You know, um, every now and then I might dumb it down depending on whoever I'm talking to, right? Because I get to learn who the individual is and then I treat them accordingly. A lot of people group people like they go into the doctor's office, right? So as, as you move forward, Crystal, what would you say are some ways where the church can come and undergird somebody? What does that look like to you? Undergirding to me, first, let's go ahead and set this out on the table. We have the the church as the members of the body of Christ as a whole have to understand. Number one, we all learn differently. And what I mean by that is I may be able to listen to an audio book and pick the audio book and learn everything. Someone else may be able to, there may be a visual learner. Um, We have to constantly remind new believers in Christ and even (laughs) seasoned believers. We have to constantly come to the table and say, yes, church is a hospital, but break that down in layman's terms, number one. Number two, I think it's also a perspective of we have to look at church as a, a institution of learning. Um, Let's go back to the church as a hospital and breaking it down into layman's terms. Let's elaborate on that. Meaning that if I'm this 14, 14 year old teenager and battling depression, and I'm asking God to call me home. To me, I'm saying you're telling me you're sick, but you're not telling me how to deal with the other sick people in the hospital. You're not giving me clear cut. You're saying we're all sick and we in this together. But if I go to the hospital in my city, um, you know, you don't have somebody in the next hospital room saying you're not sick. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you. You need to get over it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or you need to pray more or you need to fast more. I I recall that I was really trying to tap in and fast so much being a young adult. I shed probably like 50 pounds just trying to tap in to, you know, really get what I needed to get. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about church as a hospital. If I go to any hospital in the in the state of Indiana, I'm not going to go knock on another patient's door and say, hey, <laughs> you really don't have an earache or you really do not have a gunshot wound or you really don't have cancer in the church because these are spiritual wounds and spiritual issues there is oh she's speaking she wants attention or and you know some you may have that but there are some root issues that no one will tap into and the you're right the question oh, is oh i'm gonna pray for you and never pray right or fo- follow up you know that's the biggest thing you know people laugh at me because 
and not only is the church ingrained in me, corporate corporate America is ingrained in, in, you know, being, you know, in the office. So we talk about failure to follow up. I'm just checking in. Sometimes, you know, I'll be like, hey, I don't, you know, my favorite line <laughs> is checking in, don't want anything. You okay? You okay? I'm okay. Do you need anything? That means the world to people that it's the failure failure of follow up, the, the gift of follow up. That's one thing. And just because that person, just because you may be seeing a spirit of lion, okay, let's use that for an example, or deceptiveness, that's better because I remember growing up, you didn't say lion. <laughs> you see a spirit of deception. But what rooted that spirit of deception, okay? So let's take my life, for example. Little bitty girl, I remember being in the car, Northwest Indiana family Sunday time, you know, it was a thing about going to the state line. And I used to have a love for church for so bad. And, you know, um, I don't know what it was, but I I really liked, I I felt safe (laughs) at that season of my life. And I never forget, you know, I would say, hallelujah, we're going to go eat because I'm greedy, always been greedy, like food. I would be like, hallelujah. And I got screamed at by my dad like more than one time like don't you say that you don't know what that means and you know and you know me you know you're like well what did I say wrong you were like uh-huh. I said something really really wrong so that started at a, 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 a top the young child so now that root is you cap in my phrase you 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 make me because he yeah it was so stern and it was so harsh, it's like now you have the fear of praising God. So if no one ever goes back, and we all as parents, this is not a this is not a, a podcast of I hate my parents and they messed up, but parenting, we have to come to the table and say we messed up. We gotta clean up some wounds. Some wounds we'll never ever be able to clean up. But we have to acknowledge that some of our damage comes from our first family, not our spiritual, our biological. So that was a root. That was like, that made me ashamed to say hallelujah. And it was like, he was so angered. It was like, and you know, my mom explained to me, she's like, well, hallelujah is the highest praise towards God. And I'm like, well, what's the problem? Hallelujah, I'm about to eat this chicken. What are you saying? At that age group, you know, fried chicken, mashed potatoes and peas and, you know, salad was my jam. You know, I was excited or KF, that's when KFC tasted like KFC. But anyway. <laughs> so, but, so oh, OK, go ahead. But but that's my thing is you it, everyone's looking at, oh, this is a spirit of deception or she's lying. But you, these these roots and these spiritual issues that we're coming to the table with, honestly, a lot of these was rooted, homegrown in the house before they even walked up into the doors of the church, period. Um, I feel like going to the church, right? Um, they teach you to do things a certain way, right? So again, back to get married, um, don't have a baby out of wedlock, da 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 da. But they don't teach you the backdoor stuff, the negative stuff. So this is that's the positive. They don't teach you how to cope when things are going wrong. 
and then it goes back to just being pushed away right you're gonna get all walks of life that come into the church whether it's mental illness or you can't read you can't write you know and people shouldn't be shunned because they can't sing as good as sister so-and-so or they can't dance as good as so-and-so can't pray as good as sister so-and-so um a lot of people tend to feel some type of way about that and so it's always good um if somebody want to come to church and just sit there for a couple years let them just sit because they're taking it all in and and maybe um we're not saying what we're supposed to say to touch them and to help them grow or maybe they just want to be the best pew warmer in the church right everybody has their own gift that 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 god gives us and we can help develop that gift but everybody can't go at a fast pace some people have to go slowly and in their timing um and with that being said i just wanted to get ready to close out because it's a lot of people dealing with church hurt and if you're on a podcast and you listening and you were hurt in the church and you would like to share your story with me, just reach out to me, drop me a message so we can definitely talk about it because I would love to help restore that hope for you, you know, and, and who's to say, right. I'm just, I don't go to church. I'm still a believer. I'm at home, but it's somebody out there that's inside the church that needs to hear your story. They need to hear your testimony. Maybe you're the one that's going to get them through, right? And so if you're holding on to the church hurt, you can't help others. And if you're a believer, then you have to believe that this world is not about us, that it's about everybody else who you encounter. Yeah, you're supposed to take care of yourself. That's true. But the main mission is eternal life and getting the word out there and helping people heal. Um, Crystal, you got anything else to say? I, I just want to encourage everyone as far as it may take a while or it may take years to get over church hurt, but don't let anyone take you off your square. Find you a church home because to physically go into the church and have an encounter with God, God may show up that Sunday that you're not there. And we all have needs. And the best advice that I could leave with anyone, people can't only, people can't take you beyond their experiences. So I would encourage anyone, try it again. Took me a while to get back into the church. Um, But don't let one bad experience just have you out there without having a covering for your soul. And then it is something that I need your gift. You need my gift as an exchange. So I pray that somebody is blessed from this podcast. Amen. Um, Thanks again, Crystal, for joining me. And as always, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.